my friend, the Nepalese meditation bowl is chiming, centering your mind and delight on the art of the CEO. The show that brings you really the most fascinating and truly the most helpful leaders in the business community from around our terrestrial orb, I am Bart Jackson, your Hieronymus Bosch of business. And this very day, we are going to delve into one of the two most vital aspects of each and every business. Of course, I am referring to that cannot do without a couple of resources, ladies and gentlemen. Now, you need to know them. You need to know uh, know them both. But do you really know about them both? So, for the moment, we are going to ask the gentleman of business to step back a bit, and we are going to talk about women of business today, where they are now, what they require, what they demand, how they feel, and we're going to get some of the best possible advice from the very best business leaders. And if time permits, uh, we are going to find out the truth of that real question, is there a feminine advantage to business? So, whether you are the CEO of a global marketing firm seeking to get the best skill uh, out of all of your the people who work for you, like Ross, or uh, you're a businesswoman turning over in your mind a complete career makeover, like Casey, pull up your chair a little closer, join us in this feast of wisdom, all carefully cuisined, to make your career thrive and your adventures flourish. Now, I must explain that this show was prompted by the Metro Women's Leadership Summit, held this past June 1st, uh, with over 500 women and a few men in attendance gathering at the Newark uh, Port Marriott uh, Liberty Airport. And we brought, they brought together uh, all these people, uh, and the leaders were two wonderful experts and veterans at events, Miss Joan Verplank, the legendary leader of the New Jersey and the U.S. Chambers of Commerce, and her energetic aide, Carol Gable, business developer extraordinaire, and one of our U.S. veterans' greatest champions. These two women made it all possible, and by sheer male bullheadedness, and with a little bit of groveling charm, we entered and gathered uh, interviews from countless numbers of women, getting their opinions, their advice, and all the collective wisdom that these leaders and to profiter. So stay with us, because we are about to reveal all, or at least as much as our show can hold, we are going to pass on for your own cogent edification why behind every successful woman is indeed herself. So with no further excess verbiage, let us plunge right into our first topic. And what we did is we asked about 50 leading ladies, top businesswomen, what advice would you give to that young woman who is just entering into the world of business? And what we're going to do now is take the distilled essence, the best of the best from the best. And our first responder was Ms. Sheila Oliver, who was the Speaker of the New Jersey State Assembly, the first black female speaker. The state was fortunate and wise enough to place in that position. Sheila said... To the new first women, the new women coming into business, she said, Leadership is the only ship that doesn't return to the port when there is a storm. 
Realize that you are the one on the front line. You are responsible. Be more knowledgeable. Know a little bit about everything, not just your narrow field. Continue to learn all about your company, then your industry, then the realm of business, and more. Never stop learning. Thank you, Sheila. I am so glad that she added a broad approach. There's so many people telling us to focus and get narrower. Sheila says, expand yourself by expanding your knowledge. Excellent advice. And our second responder, the answer, the woman who uh, is the first lady of the Garden State, that is wife of Governor Phil Murphy, and a known to be tireless advocate, not just for women, but for all of us to have a better life in a better culture. And we asked Tammy, what was what advice do you have for women entering business? And boom, without a moment's hesitation, she replied. I say this strongly, never, never give up. I want to see women gain more persistence, not measuring the difficulties or any unfairness. The only way to advance is to assume success and stay with it and keep at it. And as a side note, let me add, take care of yourself. You will be asked to help many others along your career, and you should. But the best gift you can give is to make the very best of yourself. That is truly wise words from a woman who has made herself uh, into a very admirable lady of life and business. I think one of the things that that I found so fascinating about that was that she, she said, there will be unfairness. You will not be treated uh, the way you would like to be or or even the way you should be, but expect it. This is true of all of us. And I'm glad that, that, that Tammy brought that up because rather than revel in what is right and what is fair, deal with what is. And those are the people who are going to find success in their own lives. Now, uh, another voice heard from was an, a really fascinating Hard, grinding, very thoughtful, uh, intelligent businesswoman, Monica Smith. She is the CEO and founder of Market Smith Inc., which is now in its 20th year, and it is the Garden State's largest marketing firm. Like so many entrepreneurs, she started it literally in her bedroom and worked from there and just has absolutely exploded to having a whole boatload of international clients. And she, believe me, is the person that you want uh, to put you and, and your latest project held up to, to the wide light. So, uh, in many ways, Monica echoed Tammy Murphy's idea and expanded on it. Monica's advice to the new person coming into business was, Hold fast to your convictions. Do not move back to the past and allow yourself to be discouraged. Women need to never give up and to exhibit the persistence they have inside them and show in so many other areas of their lives. It is an old stereotype of women that female folds in the face of trouble. You cannot let yourself be seen in this light. Also, women, everyone in business, needs to be more agile. 
innovative opportunities lie all around us. They are everywhere. Your success will depend on how well you take care of yourself and how willingly you can adapt to these opportunities. Oh, thank you. Thank you so, so much, uh, Monica. That, that really hits the buzzer with so many. A couple of things that I thought uh, that I liked about that was that, yes, there are stereotypes. There's stereotypes of everybody, fat people, thin people, old people, women, men. doesn't doesn't matter. Uh, oh, that just sounds like a man. You know, there's a stereotype coming right at you. It's We are all facing these. And so I think you need to be a little more persistent, uh, she says, but she's that you have to realize what these stereotypes are and and come back and be sometimes go a little bit overboard to make sure that you don't get linked into that. And the other thing I liked about what she said was she talked about adaptation. There is this new financial instruments uh, are coming faster than smartphone apps, and new smartphone apps are coming on with a brand new new ways to, to teach you. Uh, to instruct you and to put out your uh, public relations firm and make it soar. So all of this is up to you, and I think it's excellent advice. And if you have just joined us, you are listening to The Art of the Show, The the Art of the CEO, which every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time streams magically through the enigmatically and often ethical realms of cyberspace where you may listen to this show and all our shows by visiting theartoftheceo.com. We are on several radio stations and a whole host of internet streams, but theartoftheceo.com is the best way to get a hold of the show and all that you need to know. Now, moving back on to the advice we have for the new woman entering into business, uh, our next voice of wisdom comes from Miss Jeannie Murphy, who is the founder uh, and CEO of Mariah Media and of Jeannie Murphy PR, and this whirlwinding intelligent woman who handled uh, all the publicity for the Metro uh, Leadership Women's Summit, she has uh, many solid, and she has a diverse range of ideas that she always brings in. And the advice that the second Mrs. Murphy in our group of lady business leaders brings is, be true to your DNA. By that I mean, see how you truly are and do most enjoyably. Your work must be a daily extension of you. Today's women entering business are torn between rising through the corporate ladder or launching an entrepreneurial enterprise. Don't let others sway you. Some women truly thrive in an environment with a steady, reliable income and a distinct set of challenges which they can handle. Others simply cannot work for someone else. They feel the call to start their own enterprise. They thrive on the unknown and want to be the individual in charge of themselves and their actions. Find out what you are and be very true to yourself in your choice. That is wise, wise words that we don't often hear. I think that today we are all caught up with the idea of being the entrepreneur and the freedom that that running your own business entails, not to mention the anxiety and uh, stress. But I think that we need so much 
to realize where we really fit in. Business is not just one little narrow category. It is, the, it is a whole world of opportunity. And Jeannie here is bringing up something that is very, very important. We have leanings. We know we would be better in the corporate world. We know we just cannot do anything but run our own business. And I think that we all tend to get lured by this romantic vision of the woman running her own business or the woman climbing the corporate ladder. This is your choice alone, and I'm so glad she brought that up. All right, now we are going to move to a lady who lays back a bit of myth with her advice. And believe me, you younger and you older business folks do want to take great heed from the sage insight of Miss Ann Thornton, who is the CEO and founder of MSI Plumbing and Remodeling. She has been named countless times the Woman and Business Community Leader of the Year. She has her hands in her own business and the other hand reaching out, giving and contributing to all those around her. So Anne points out that uh, we're in a new realm of business and she turns to the young people coming in and she she says, you know, it, it's a shame that the younger people are getting unfortunately lumped into this inappropriately term, millennials. And, you know, this is about like trying to say, well, what brunettes really need in business? It is a, it is a, it is a convenient category for perhaps advertising marketers, but they have nothing in common or, or a lot less in common other than their years of existence on the planet. So uh, Anne realizes this, and she comes up with the following advice for new business people. Just understand, <clears throat> we need you as greatly as you need us. Please realize that while we have that knowledge, the all-important contacts, and know the ropes, you have the fresh enthusiasm, the ability to see things in a way we have grown blind to. And further, you've grown up with the current technologies. You so rapidly change, evolve, and make use of all of them. We admire and require your skills. So remember your unique value. Oh, boy. Thank you, Anne. That's very, very uh, insightful. And I, I can honestly say I truly wish I had had somebody point that out to me when I was just starting out, that I was needed uh, that they required me as much as I required them. I'm afraid I, like like so many young people, I went with the sort of beggar at the door, hat in hand approach. And she is uh, coming up with some very a very wise attitude adjustment that I think the successful young woman will take heed of and uh, make work for her. And finally. Uh, we come to the expert voice of Chantelle Morrow-Adams. Now, <laughs> Chantelle is an interfaith minister. She's a certified life coach, and she is also the founder of spiritdoodle.com, which is a site you do need to visit. She guides people to reconnect with a purpose-filled life. It's simple, simple as that. And we selected Chantelle's ideas from the many partially because of her lunchtime presentation. Chantelle 
in the middle of this gathering of 500 women, and as I say, nearly two dozen men, uh, was brought on stage, and she, with a calm confidence, stood there and presented a recreating entire body and soul quieting meditative eyes closed experience for us all. Now, this worked very well with the uh, all the women in the group. And there is a sexual divergence here, my friend, because I go to many groups and I just cannot imagine that, for instance, the Association for Corporate Growth Dinner in which 95% of the suits belong to those of male gender at, in the room, and I just do not see this happening. And yet it was something in which we all participated and all gained some wisdom. So enough of this. To celebrate our human side, Chantel uh, Adams suggests to the new business person, Throughout your day, pause. Take time to breathe steadily. Concentrate on yourself, and you become fully aware of all that is around you. If you do that, you will handle any task and challenge with the best possible you. Oh, how true, how true. Thank you, Chantel. So, after this delightful noshing at today's Feast of Wisdom, I believe it is time to truly take a brief survey and allow me to proffer you a few utensils for today's feast. And first, as I always do, allow me to remind each of you hearing my voice that the good Lord has gifted you with the title and privileges of Chief Executive Officer of yourself. And since that's really the most important position you'll ever hold in your career, allow me to ask, will this be the day that you pause and take stock of just what your marvelous self is contributing this community and what you might more enjoyably contribute. Or will you continue to just bellyache that an uncaring government is not providing the contributions to those in need? <laughs> the choice, my friend, is truly yours. And as a second utensil, I can see you yearning to steep your lips into a little laughter and take a scriptural recitation from the 102 Best Business Quips book. And so let me pull it out here and thumb through. And uh, this is great. This is number 68, Scott Victoria. It says, <clears throat> you'll like this. Bosses are like your children. Both require ceaseless attention. Neither ever let you finish a sentence. <laughs> and as an afterthought, if you are wise enough to treat your boss with that same understanding that you give your offspring, offspring that is, if you realize their individual needs, the strengths that must be nourished, the fullness of the personality, then you will doubtless, my friend, be as great in your career as you are at parenting. And if you smirk a bit over that quip, we have them literally by the books full. Just visit bartsbooks.com and pick up your copy of 102 or 101 Best Business Quips, and you will find your tongue tipped with mirth and your arrow quiver filled and ready to fire off many alleviating barbs to help your fellow chain gangers trudging through their day at work, <laughs> and so forth. And as a third utensil, we sumptuously spoon to you the answer to last week's business quotation. That is, the name of the individual who said, 
you had better take for business a person who is somewhat absurd rather than one who is over formal. <laughs> now, those words were spoken by none other than the uh, marvelous wit of Queen Elizabeth's court, the deft wielder of the quill pen, Sir Francis Bacon. So congratulations to all you winners, and please stick with us, because later on in the show, blurting your way, comes yet another enriching quotation, and if you are among the learned souls who knows the author of that quote, simply scribble that sage's name down as you believe him or her to be, and send it right off to info at bartsbooks.com, that's info at bartsbooks.com. And if you are correct, your knowledge will earn you a mind, soul, and career-igniting gift. Freshly disemboweled from the dungeons of Bart's Books Bookstore. And before we return to our ever-expanding benefits of women and all they are bringing to business, allow me to introduce to you the company by whose good graces we are here today. And that company is Prometheus Publishing, who this day invites you to take a look at one of their books, which has helped a great many women in their careers. The book is entitled... Behind every successful woman is herself. And it's, it's really a marvelous guide. It embraces all the thoughts of leading business women, scores of them, and it provides the, the techniques, the disciplines, and those all-important attitude changes for the ladies who want their career and their ventures to really soar meteorically. It makes an ideal gift for any graduate who is on her way up to the business uh, into the business community, and you may pick up your copy at bartsbooks.com bookstore. That's bartsbooks.com bookstore. And while you're there uh, finding the better way for you as a woman to soar throughout the business community, if you enjoy today's quip and you say, gee, I'd like to have another little bit of wisdom and laughter flung at me every week, we invite you to visit bartsbooks.com homepage. Just click on that little quips tab, you know, up there, and subscribe absolutely free. By the eternal enigma of email, you will receive a new fresh quip and a little dose of afterthought wisdom every week. Carpe diem, my friend. You are indeed worth it. And now, with utensils in hand, let us return to those ladies who are beefing up today's business realm and who themselves are finding fulfillment in their own careers. This, uh, beyond advice, let's. I wanted to very much find out about mentoring. There's been a lot of talk about how people connect in business, how the fresh blood moves up and, and aids the veterans and learns from the veterans. And there's a whole lot of talk about how men mentor. And I think that women have not come in to their full share of this. So, And we all know that entering any new situation is dicey. You're in a new industry. You don't know the ropes in the firm. Nothing helps your upward climb like finding that veteran who's been through it all before. So uh, that said, I, I, I must add that men and women come from vastly different, thank heavens, genders, and the mentoring experience is different. So we asked several ladies, uh, both veterans uh, and uh, people who are just entering into business, to talk about their experiences. Now, one of the, uh, really the brightest answers came, not terribly surprisingly, from Joan Verplank, who, as I mentioned, has been the leader of the New Jersey Chamber for many years and other chambers. She was the 
first woman to be on a U.S. Chamber of Commerce board, and she replied to uh, concerning mentoring. Throughout my entire career, from my earliest days, I have found that most of my mentors were men. Men have a natural spark of competition between themselves that makes them a little more suspicious, a little less forthcoming with each other. But so often, I have found men will willingly share experiences and ideas with me because they simply don't picture me as a competitive threat. Uh, very good. Wise thought, Joan. Thank you. You know, many women report similar uh, experiences of men telling them uh, that, that they have a program or process that they've uh, personally developed. But it's it's not really a matter of succumbing to feminine charms that make men mention you, but it's really rather just the natural human desire to share achievements. So you don't really have to play Mata Hari. Really, the best men are magnet tactic is just to be open and just appear interested in the other person's achievements. Offer a little justified uh, appreciation of words, and you'd be surprised how far it can go. But my question still goes on. Do women really mentor each other? Now, interestingly, the opinion of men is, is that they don't. But from the women themselves, the voice was sort of mixed. Uh, one very adamant lady, Valerie H., noted, In my experience, women are the first ones to reach out and mentor. When I first entered our firm, we were trying to break into the New York market, and our lead manager held my hand, carried me all the way through. Everywhere she moved, she took me with her. As she moved forward, so did I. And that is the type of story I keep hearing from so many of my friends that are succeeding in their careers. Women have the power, and they help. Now, we have another voice. We had several voices saying that with similar answers, but Jeannie uh, Murphy of Mariah Media painted a slightly less rosy scenario of the sisterhood-empowered picture. She said, I do believe that veteran women of business do naturally reach out and help the younger ones, but in general, we women need to do much more. We women, I think, feel we have been givers too long, and in business, we do a turnaround and become takers. They feel they have to lean in and pound the desk. <laughs> this is wrong. It's standing in your own way. Takers are losers, and everyone instantly senses a taker. It crushes any hope of a profitable relationship. We women are natural givers, and I hope we can bring that resource more into our business lives. Excellent words, and it gives it gives a balance to the whole thought of it. So finally, as a question, we uh, I couldn't help but uh, ask this one. Is there a feminine advantage in business? When you come as a woman, is there something extra that you feel that you have that perhaps that men in general might not? And here we found, interestingly, a great age split in those answers. Sheila Oliver, uh, head of the speaker for the New Jersey State Assembly, uh, no, and a high-achieving woman herself, noted. Uh, yes, some of us have broken the glass ceiling, 
But there's still a lot of us sweeping up the glass down in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's so, boy, what a marvelous and, and terribly, sadly true image. Oh, boy. On the other hand, a great uh, number of women felt as Monica Smith, Market Smith CEO, noted, she, she was a little more optimistic. She said, For women, there are so many opportunities for leadership everywhere. You just have to look and see yourself as defining that role that takes you where you need to go. Yes, men have a different way of finding leadership, but for each of us, seizing leadership comes through a series of personal choices we continually make. Oh, thank you, Monica. But for ladies on the sunny side of 40, particularly the uh, 30s and under, generally we they were, were not really terribly upset with all this divisional gendering, and and it wasn't a great thought for them. Cora, who works for a mid-sized expanding uh, video electronic firm, said, Hey, we're all just people at work. Gender's not a factor. Everyone's concerned with talent and ideas. That's how you move up and gain appreciation. Well, and Arlene, who was similarly said, she uh, said this, sort of the this, this same idea in that it was business first. Arlene is, uh, has just entered a mergers and acquisitions specialty financial consulting firm. And she replied, Bringing in the clients and keeping the clients well counseled and satisfied the overcomes personalities and all that other baggage. You use whatever abilities you've got. Yes, I think being a woman with that little extra personal understanding and way of relaxing Relating does help, but everybody has got to use whatever resources they have. And I thank you to all the ladies who contributed, and I want you all to know out there that uh, for those ladies whose voices were not recorded, their answers were uh, put down and they were read by Miss Lorraine Jackson, uh, CEO of Information Initiators, and I can honestly say, one of the most lovely ladies that any man has ever been fortunate enough to marry. And so, as we round out today's feast, I am Bart Jackson, your curator of business wisdom, leaving you with today's business quotation. That is, what was the name of the author who said, the way to get things done is not to concern yourself with who gets credit for doing them. As a hint, this agile-witted scholar used his immense British intellect to reform Oxford University, translate Plato into English, and English business into common sense. And remember, if you know the author of this quote, simply scribble that sage's name down as you believe him or her to be, and send it right off to info at bartsbooks.com to win an absolutely life and career-changing gift from the dungeons of Bart's Books Bookstore. And do be sure to tune in next week to the Art of the CEO radio show as we chat uh, with Mr. David Moritz, founder of Society Awards, He's the creator of the Golden Globes and MTV's Moon Man statues and all of those elegant awards that you see your favorite stars coveting. What a story he has. And as a parting shot, in the words of my wife's husband, 
someone who will treat me better than I treat myself. Actually, I need two. I need one to marry, and I need one as a business partner. <laughs> and to you, gleefully sharing our feast. I hope you have enjoyed the art of the CEO as much as Lorraine and I have enjoyed bringing it to you. And remember, you may download this and all our shows by visiting theartoftheceo.com. That's theartoftheceo.com. And finally, to you, who have honored us with your time, may I say, as always, it has been a privilege, and I thank you.